we're having a big day evening. My name is Cheyenne. I'm Amber. I'm Dominique. And I'm Nala. And welcome to the quarantine edition, Where Do We Begin podcast. Guys, we are so sorry it took us so long to upload. We all have been busy in our separate lives, going through our own separate things. But we are so excited to be back with you guys. Um, we know that it has been crazy out there, but we just hope that you can just vibe with us. And we're going to have fun talking about the craziest topics regarding coronavirus. COVID. Amongst other things. But you know, that's where it's been going up. <laughs> yes, let's talk about Rona. <laughs> All right, what's, what's going on, Cheyenne? All right, let's talk about it. How has this virus impacted us? What is going on with y'all? Where y'all at in this quarantine lifestyle we got going on? Hmm. Well, I'm I moving. I took it seriously. Yeah. Dominique is going to say something because she's a psycho. But um, I don't think I took it. Th- as serious as it was initially because I was just like, oh, it's like the flu. Everybody's going to be fine. And now I'm like, oh, this this is a thing. Like, things are happening. This is not a joke. Like, right. I think that I felt that way from jump. I was on it when they even said it got here from China. And I just feel like, um, because of where I'm at in my life, I take it like everything seriously. So it's like I'm around kids all the time. I'm around people who are kind of exposed to it all the time. So I take like it seriously because I don't want to catch it. So for me, it didn't take long for me to get on board with the government. <laughs> the government. <laughs> <laughs> I am one of the people who listen to the instructions that they have given us. <laughs> Dominique thinks that all New Yorkers are hard-headed. We just want to be outside, but she don't realize no, that. No, New Jersey people too. Yeah, but you said New York mostly. But the thing about it that New York is like, especially what's going on with me right now, my job, they're not, Corona is not doing anything for them. It's not, it's not hitting the way <laughs> And that's where I found the problem. Like before I was like, you know, and I'm, I'm extremely grateful because a lot of people have lost their jobs and are without income who have to support families and, you know, pay bills and whatnot. And so while I'm grateful, I'm just like, there's still a really, really great risk by still allowing people to go outside who have to take mass transit transportation and go to work and amongst other things it's just like and I work around construction so you know it's not the most safest cleanest environment to be around especially with so many airborne germs stuff like that it doesn't make me I'm like super I don't I don't live in fair but I'm very cautious now like I'm like very you know almost paranoid like OCD is to a sense and I'm just like yo I gotta clean my hands after every single last thing like that I could touch the remote in my house and like oh my goodness this has to on it and now yeah. stop freaking out so I have to like bleach like Lysol vinegar my, like your mom goes into like this huge hysteria like what if you could you just never know that like, you really really never know and like now what's just so crazy is that there's been two cases. There's been a case. Sorry about the noise in the background. There's been a case of corona around people who I have worked closely with, but I haven't really come into contact with because of the construction floor. And so the way that it's coming out and they're treating it, it's as if like, oh, did you hear someone still got the coronavirus? And that's why, you know, if you take that risk of, knowing that you came back positive and take a few days off, not taking the full two weeks, not taking the 14 days off that you need to self-quarantine. And you're like, you know what? Oh, I'm feeling better. No, you still run the risk of infecting a lot of people. And so you should really, really stay home. Like it's not, we, we all personally know people who have this and who are fighting for their lives. Like it's not a joke. Literally. It's not a joke. And people need to take it seriously. Like, and with China now, there's no more new cases of coronavirus. Right. And this is where it allegedly, well, this is where it stemmed from. And so the precautions in which they took, which were extreme 
measures at this point it may feel as if like that needs to happen down here for people to really understand that the severity of the situation people are losing their lives like families are being wiped out like left and right and that's not okay i agree like it's really yeah. not okay and it's really alarming i agree i think we so should you know have a shutdown like nobody go outside for a certain yeah. amount of days we clearly know everybody's food shopping because they're taking everything so we good to stay home right i just feel like we're not doing enough to make sure that goes down like even italy they all shut down too i mean they're not listening some parts of italy is not listening but a lot a lot of the parts are shut down and i feel like we're still somewhat acting like life is normal like people are still going to the parks doing whatever they want to do and i feel like mm -hmm. if if you don't know you have it and some people do not have symptoms and you don't know you have it you could be spreading it even at the grocery store you're that person who's always going shopping every single day you don't think that there's somebody that has come across the virus that went to the grocery store that touched yeah. stuff that you touch and things like that i just feel like i just feel like we can't escape it right now because it's everywhere you know even yeah. in your own house like you don't know the germs that you bring in your own house. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. And the and the virus stays on different objects for a long time. So yeah. it's yeah. like, and you can't really see it. So it's just like for days, actually. Yeah, it's for days. So it's I don't know. I think the the self quarantine is difficult, especially for New Yorkers, like you said. It, it's it's hard to, especially when you have kids. You know, you want to try to get out. I don't know if we're doing a bad job or if I feel like it's just some places have to stay open. Like Nyla was saying, some people have to go to work. Some people are still traveling. And I, I don't know if we can ever fully shut down, shut down. And people carry symptoms that, because I know a lot of people were saying that there was a flu going around even before this. So there was. people are sick. There was. Yeah. And they don't know. It's the same symptoms. Like I've heard people say, like, I know I definitely don't have it because my symptoms are normal. But the symptoms mm -hmm. of the coronavirus aren't yeah, anything are so strange right. except for the the um the breathing, the shortness of breath. So you're like, oh no, I just caught a cold. I didn't wear a jacket. I didn't do right, this and that. And right. it's like a lot of people are like, but and I don't know, like did you remember um they were saying how it was difficult to get tested. Mm -hmm. I, I don't know if that's playing a yeah. role. Like some people were saying there was it was there were more cases than were being publicized because people are having difficulty getting tested. I so think I it's know. absolutely a lot more cases than we even have knowledge about, to be honest, which is I, which is I, the, the biggest reason why that there needs to be a complete shutdown if if it has to come down to that. And so, you know, I was even thinking back, you know, back to it because this is not something that happened in 2020. This happened in 2019. So th this hasn't been here for a minute. Yeah. And now I was like really tracking back in my mind. Like, I remember showing around your birthday. I was really, really sick. Like I lost like yeah. my smell, like taste, a lot of symptoms of, of what coronavirus is. And a lot like my whole entire family got sick. My best friend got sick. And that was like, that was like in January. And I'm just like, a lot of you would think that the symptoms that we had, you would think that we had the, the virus as well. But now it's like a more like very like invasive, like progressive kind of like cold, yeah. like the flu, flu, like you know, like virus. Like and, and it's it's really scary. So I, I, I honestly, I, I feel like if it's not essential, like, but I feel like the most difficult part is that, like you said, you cannot detect it like as far as like you if you have a little cold or a little itch in your throat or whatever scratching your throat and you're like oh that's just nothing like I wake up with that sometimes when I wake up my throat hurts a little bit but then it could be that time when that's not it you know what I'm saying so it's like very hard to like I say get checked you can't yeah, but that's the thing you can't I know well yeah and I feel like that's the worst part about it. Like, you can't get checked. You can't, yeah. like, someone is telling you, you're telling someone, like, listen, I have some of the symptoms. I want to get checked. And they're telling you, well, we cannot check you unless you have a fever. The fever is or like, oh, you're not extreme enough to, to have yeah. a case about it. So yeah, I think you have to say, tell me, but I'm feeling on my own body that it's not right. extreme. Like, it's have, an extreme no, case. I, thought that, I thought that if you had a fever, you can, because I, I think. When you, I, 
When I went to they the hospital, you, I asked them for things, and they told me they can't give it to me unless I have a fever. They tell you to self-medicate, to take certain things, and to stay at home. But if you, if it's like, oh, I really cannot breathe, and like like stuff like that. If it's like extreme, they're gonna they're gonna dismiss it. If it's not if it's not an extreme case in their eyes, they're going to dismiss it. A lot of people got turned away yeah, because it did. wasn't an extreme case, and they've had and they've been carriers of, of the virus. I yeah. feel like that's the biggest mistake that we're making, though. And it's not because we yeah, want to make it, because we don't, we don't, I'm saying it, it's not because we want to make it, it's because right. we don't have enough, but that's killing us. I don't because think, yeah. we don't have enough to test. I don't, how is that, but how is that killing us? Because so many people are getting turned away and they're thinking they don't have it. Like, for instance, my brother, he doesn't have it, but he went to the hospital and they told him, oh, you don't have it. We can't test you for anything. So before that, he was taking precaution. But after he was told, don't do it, he went on like regular life. But some people still have it, even though they don't get tested. So you're giving them hope that they're good, but they're not. So they're constantly spreading it throughout anyone that they're associated with. And I feel like some people self-quarantine even more. Yeah, some people are not. Like the, the exact words that they told my brother at the hospital was, book your trip to Miami go ahead you're good and what if he wasn't good like they don't know he didn't have no symptoms he he only had one symptom but it wasn't enough to put it in the category of the virus but there's so many people who are in the same situation who has the virus and they're telling them you're good go ahead but I think that it depends on what you're um exhibiting what when you get to the hospital what you have like i don't think that every person who goes in there who doesn't have it or you know is showing a few symptoms actually has it so if they're telling you oh okay you don't have it it's fine then that's what they're telling you but this is also weeks ago right before there was a whole shutdown before they really started seeing that it was impacting people's lives so i think that in the beginning it wasn't as serious as it is now and so I think that now if somebody goes to the hospital and they're like oh yeah you're fine you can go on a trip that's a little different because now we see the impact of what it is doing right so before nobody knew now, yeah but who's not to say that you're not in the early stages went. of having this virus that that's the issue but who's to say that you're not in the early state of the virus and, and then it gets progressively worse because that's what it does yeah some people are asymptomatic but you don't have any system you don't have any symptoms that's you what i'm saying be in contact with somebody who did right but i'm saying some people out here have it but they don't have any symptoms so that means when they went to the hospital and they told them that they were fine they weren't fine and they spread it to about 10 people I, like I, so, my issue is like I don't think that that's factual. Who can have a so like, weaker I, immune I, system? I, I like if we knew, like we don't know. So to to but be, this but that, but like, Amber, how can you say that when this is what the doctors are saying? What that they went to the doctor and they told them they didn't have it, but they actually had it and they went and spread it to ten other people. Amber, what like, are you trying to say? Like, what is your point? My point is. You have to be very mindful of the information that you are spreading. If we do not know, we do not know. If there are cases where somebody was told they don't have it and they actually did have it and then they spread it to a bunch of people, sure, they have that conversation. But we do not know for sure if stuff like that is happening because we're not... But that's, but that's not what I said. I'm saying they're going to the doctors saying that they don't and they don't have any symptoms and they're t pulling, telling them, oh, okay, we cannot test you for it. So meaning like in they put that person's mind, well, I'm good because they, I don't have symptoms. They can't test me for it. But in reality, that person is infected. That's what I'm saying. Not saying that they're like every per pe person that they're saying like, oh, you don't have it. I'm saying like, if they go, they have it. They have no symptoms. They go out thinking they have no symptoms and they're living regular life. That happens. So because that's how it's spreading. Right now, we can't live regular life. We don't have one. No, I'm saying that's how it was spreading. That's why it was spreading so rapidly. A part of the reason, I guess you could say. Yes, a part of the reason why uh, it was spreading so rapidly. Yeah. So that's all I'm saying. It's like, there are You don't are think that it could spread like that, Amber? I think that we were around, I think that we've all come in contact with somebody who had corona. This has been going on for months. Um, 100%. I think that it became like a hysteria because 
people are actually dying. So now all of these people who have been walking around infected all of this time, who have survived, who have been sick, who are, who are better now, are, the sick people are now going to the doctor and they're all being tested. Everybody has corona, but there are more people who have had corona and survived than who have died. That's true. No, 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 no. I understand that. We're not talking about that. That's not being negated. As like, I think it's a it's it's a virus, and we need to be quarantined so it can stop spreading. A hundred percent. But to make it into this, like, somebody went to the hospital and they were told they didn't have it. There are not enough tests to test anybody who just walks into the emergency room. I need to- No, but I don't think that's the the point that's being made. Yeah, I'm not making that point. I know that That's not the point that's being made. I think the point that's being made- The point that's being made is that people have it and they don't know they have it. And they're going around other people and they're giving it to them because they don't know. That was the point. But- but no, but listen, but no, but no, but this is factual because th- these are what nurses and doctors are saying is that they have to turn certain people away because they're because their symptoms are not as aggressive or more visible than other people, and so it gets dismissed and you can carry it. Now, God forbid you are at home with a grandparent who have respiratory issues and you have no symptoms, but yet you are still making contact with things in the house, sneak, you know, whatever the case may be. And that person, you understand that means what. That every person should be tested. If I'm sitting in my house and I don't, I don't have any symptoms, but I can be carrying Corona. That means that every single person in the world should be tested because we. And I agree. I do. We, but I agree with that. But we don't have enough tests. We don't have enough tests. That's, that's no, true. but we, I know, but I, there's not enough tests, enough enough to make it happen. But I think that everyone should, be, in every state, in every city, everyone should be tested. Absolutely. I, I think so. Once they get it, for sure. I think it should be just as available as an HIV STD test. That's what I feel like. So I'm not saying that this is not true, that we are in abundance of tests, but they won't test us. They don't have it. But what I am saying is, I know for a fact that people are being turned away that have it. Well, a lot of people are being turned away. Yeah, that's well, all my I opinion. think I think uh, another to expound on that. I know that there was a girl. I think I was telling some of you in the news who um, had symptoms and she went to get tested, but they did deny her the exam, and instead they diagnosed her for um, pneumonia. And they gave her medication, no bronchitis, I'm sorry, medication for it and antibiotics. And she legitimately felt like she didn't have that. But because of the rush and it was so many people trying to, you know, get tested, so many people, she just felt like it was an injustice. So she went back, but they weren't able to treat her for what she really felt she had. So I don't know if that was like Amber was saying in the early stages when it was just like, we have no idea if you're showing something, then we just kind of, we kind of got to keep moving. Or if now it's just like, just a, just an overwhelming amount of people with concerns that the medical professionals can't really (laughs) attend like they want to, like they need to. Yeah. I, I, I agree. I think somebody said this where I think it was here way before we caught it. I mean, way before we were told, I really think that happened you know what I mean especially if it happened in 2019 somewhere else I feel like it, I it been, wholeheartedly believe it's been it, it, it's, it was already here before and that's but that's they sad. were saying that that corona isn't anything new there really isn't anything not, new period ever so it's yeah, just that uh, people the upper respiratory issue with people that have other ailments is like knocking them out like and I think the other thing I think that another thing is a lot of people in America are struggling with some sort of like something that makes them in a category of catching it as far as like diabetes and heart stuff and things like that. And I feel like that's why it's a little more scary because they're telling us if you have underlining issues, then this could affect you more. So you're, people yes. are putting themselves yeah. in these categories, like, oh my God, that's me, that's me. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not really 100% a lot of healthy um, Americans. So it's like, yeah. 
it puts us in a weird space. But now the younger people are starting to get it too. You hear about that's the, the right. athletes? Yeah, athletes right. That's getting them. The, the guy I sent but you this morning, no he was 25 one, no years old. No one is exempt. No one is exempt from this virus. It's so unraveling everything. If people day. think huh? that, for people who think that it's, um, for people who think that they can't get it, black people can't get it because people have said that. Oh, but people can't yeah, make it. How ignorant can you? That, 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 that's ignorant. That's really, really ignorant. How can a virus skip over color of skin? Tell me that. That is so stupid. Like for a race of people. Yeah. yeah like, like it knows. Oh, not you. Like, but I think I think it's also important for young people to also be aware because sometimes we feel like you know we're invincible. And that story, I repeated again, of that 25-year-old boy in New Jersey who was perfectly healthy, clean bill of health, and is now in a coma after he was tested positive for... He's a 17-year-old kid in New York who died. Well, that's my point. It's like, you, we, we've only been hearing, like, if you're old. X amount and older, like, you know, mm-hmm. you, you, you're you at a higher risk, you know, the, the old people got to go and shopping that's not first true. in the morning. No, it's coming down to us now. Well, the younger generation, you know, they're different. They need to just take it seriously. And I, I think that they're, they're taking this time where we're not listening to the whole quarantine thing. So I'm, yeah, what do you think about that? There's a level of carelessness to the point where you become dangerous now. And, and that's the extent in which I will call this because you have become you become dangerous and you have become very like it's it's not even a word to describe it but just as being dangerous you see that there is this situation going on in the world this is a worldwide thing and what really frustrated me is when i said that whole miami um spring break situation i was like and then to see people who are our age like oh you know the corona is good, you know, it's, it's a virus, and I'm gonna still come out here and enjoy my time. I'm gonna still have fun. Do you, you won't have no life by the time the whole situation is ended because you wanna be so careless. And then yeah. now, look how many cases have been open because y'all want to sit there and be on somebody's beach and start having, oh, YOLO, YOLO, YOLO. And then now, now look at you. Now. And Florida, they, they was still. That's so careless. At Florida, they was all still going to the beach, like having beach days, yes. like right next to each other. Like, and like I, some black girl, she was just like, "Oh, it's my birthday week." I'm like, "Baby girl, you won't, you, you, you really." I wanted to slap fire out of her. Like, I really, really, really wanted to slap fire out of her. And like, you think it's birthday? Do, do no, you not. guys think that? the defiance of people is was taking it so much longer for it to be over absolutely i would like to say wait till the weather changes you're gonna see a defiance like you ain't never seen in your life yes because it's cold right now okay people gonna be straight having cookouts oh they already doing that we're done it's over this um i think it was in italy i think i told dominique they and the um one of the leaders got upset because they were still doing graduation barbecues for their um to celebrate their graduation, and they were pissed. People yeah, are that, that, that's the that's the that's the sad part. Like a lot of seniors, a lot of high school seniors, a lot of college seniors, like they don't have a graduation. They don't. They all this school, and now you send them it'll to- be rescheduled. No, it will not be rescheduled. You don't think that people it's in college who graduated no, I think it, I think to go see Nancy's graduation. There is no graduation. She is home. That's it. So they're going to just mail her a diploma. That's it? And that's it. Mm. That is pretty that's sad. That's sad. I feel bad. That's pretty sad. You did all of this all these years, and now you don't even get your graduation. You I see people... I've seen on Instagram people at their weddings, the bride and groom, and they got a mask on. In Italy. Yeah, I, I saw that, that too. I saw, I saw a small wedding where, like, the whole family came together, but they yeah. were, like, separate. They were separate, and they, you know, recorded, like, on their phone and whatnot, like, the videographer. You know what the They came together, is? but they were, like, very much so, you know. You yeah. know what the problem is? Like, people just have a thirst to be in the mix. It's like that defines them. So it's like some people don't like to be alone. Some people don't like to be in their own element. So I don't, I don't think 
But I also think that it's also huh? this it's thing. Mic, it's, Amber. I, I also some people so it's like hard for them also when they stay home. It's like when you're used no, to being you, out. I, I agree. It's half and half. Because it Dominique, no, you I, have an no, excellent yeah. point. But it, as people, we, we're not made to be alone and to be yeah. isolated. So it's our it's innate in us to want to socialize. So some people yeah. take it to the extreme, like you said. It's like even if your life depended on it, you still gonna do it. Now that's that's mm-hmm. unhealthy. But that's endangering other people's lives. Yes. Like you're that's being when selfish. You're going too far. Yes. You're they being selfish. Huh? Well, huh? They shouldn't be outside either. So whoever came that's out what with I'm they that's what I'm saying. It's hard though. I am not gonna lie. It, it is hard. I mean, I've been like, outside every day. So we've been t- we've been talking about going outside. Like I think really that hard. didn't I told you I wake okay up at like park. seven o'clock. When I don't have work and my skin start itching, I'm like, yo, I have to go outside because I don't understand. You can't can go outside. You just have oh, to remain God. distant from people. Yeah, yeah no, no, I know that, but you never see me around anybody. Like when I'm when I take my four-hour walks, you never see me around. You see people running past me, but I'm never within close proximity to anybody. Like I do not. Y'all saw me back in the supermarket. Do not come near me. Do not come near me. Is this the don't line? do it. Where he going? Don't do it. <laughs> don't do it. That's a true story. Like, it's like, uh, where you going? We all. Like, what? And this like, lady was talking to me, What's complaining that? about groceries, and I'm like, baby girl, you need to back up. Like every time she was talking, I just kept moving further and further. Whatever you say, like, do it over there. <laughs> but I'm not saying silver lining, but like, what's the positive of this quarantine? Like, I'm not like for me. I'm not like fearful. I'm not scared. I'm not like, am I cautious? Yes. But like, what is the positive takeaway from this quarantine? So I, I actually believe that a lot of people, I know for myself as well, things that you are um, like extremely like passionate about, this is the time when you get to work on it without having your attention being divided. So, you know, whatever you... I, I always say whatever that fire is that's in your belly for you to do, like it comes natural to you, then that should be the time where you should take the time to be sitting here and working at it and perfecting your craft. And also like spending time with your family, you know, working situations out, you know, because you, you're confined to your home. So you have no other choice but to sit there and deal with the situation, you know, or whatever the case may be that you got going on at home. So, you know, more family time and then, you know, doing doing what you love. That's what for I mean. Me, for me, um, I never rest. I'm always doing something or always have a client or always doing a photo shoot or always like it is always something in my life. So right now I'm getting rest and my body appreciates it because I never get rest. I go to bed late, gotta yeah. wake up early. Like so for me it's like that time to rest my mind, rest my body, um, be able to do devotions and not rush through it and be able to mm-hmm. do worship music and not rush through it. Like, you know what I mean? Sometimes in the morning, if when I was working and doing all that stuff, I can only listen to one song and maybe half the song because it only takes me, you know, a few minutes to get to work. So it would be like, I would have to cut that time short because when I, I'll work all day, come home and be dead tired. So I think it just gave me time to, um, enjoy my rest and to do the things that I usually rush through. Mm-hmm. So, I am definitely taking this time to grow my edges to give them the care <laughs> that they need because they've been stressed and now every day I'm I'm here I'm here. <laughs> and we gonna be back when it's time for me to pop out. You know what? That's a good idea, Cheyenne. I need to put some on mine. Just telling you, we got the time now, girl. Well, y'all need to stop wearing them, them wraps because you're going to pull it right on out. This for the crowd, dog. You know how <laughs> I get Y'all. <laughs> um, let me tell you something. Cheyenne, the last day for the salon, she called everybody. 10 a.m. Amber, get up. Call Elle. Y'all believe that. <laughs> uh, tell Enoch, go to the barbershop. This is the last day. We're done. They done took the beauty supply store, y'all. Yo, did y'all see Jackie uh, post about the beauty supply store? She was like, to every black woman out there, the beauty supply store is essential. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's, 
really is though. Like we it's can't live without that. Liquor stores, we don't need that. Right, but yeah. that's open, ain't it? Yeah. They, they, they the but you know what? You know what? What do y'all feel about people yeah, doing the shot people. thing? Like the shot challenge. But they have so many. A lot of people were disgusted by that. I, a I lot was. of celebrities were really like, "Are y'all kidding me?" You know, you know what I don't like. Like in the midst of all this, that's one thing that I think that was. While there are a lot of positive things that can come out of this, I just think that the things that they deemed as essential, as in like liquor stores and marijuana dispensaries, you know, I see, I we see things a little bit differently. And so when you're dealing with a situation like this for people who are getting sick, um, you're losing family members, people are losing their jobs, people are stressed out at home, people who deal with mental issues, a whole bunch of things, and you allow liquor stores and marijuana dispensaries that it's not used for medicinal uses, you know, um, that can open up a very dark hole for people in a time like this. And oh, I just think yeah. that that was not the most safest thing to do. So right. you have people who are at home who are going into depression, who are yeah. going because they do not know when they're going to get the next check from. And so guess what? The, the money that they, that they do have, let me go to the liquor store. Let me go drink myself into whatever kind of, you know, to make the pain go away. Let me go smoke myself until, you know, I feel like nothing no more. And so I'm just like, you know, those those areas are very sensitive. So when they was like, oh, we're going to make the liquor store essential, that's not an essential. That's not an essential. Why would you sit there and allow people to spend their last money or whatever they got, you know, in that bank account, use it for groceries, you know, use it for something that's like other things, you know, whatever the case may be, but liquor stores and dispensaries, I totally disagree with that. I think that was just completely careless and it was a, a dangerous moment on my behalf, but, you know, I, 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 I just, I don't, I, I don't agree with that. I think it's like a feel-good thing because, like you said, we're looking at it from a spiritual aspect, but the world is looking at it like, what can I keep open that would kind of take the ease off of people's situation? Mm -hmm. So it's like they look at it as an outlet where we look at it as something that cripples. Yeah. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, to us, it's like, wow, like, even even some church people who have been struggling and who have been leaning on the church to like motivate them and keep them in a space where they were good and they're all by themselves right now, that's the type of people I'm worried about as well. Like people who don't have that accountability partner or group anymore because of the space situation. Like you can still call, but it's nothing like face-to-face -face stuff. Like, cause you can actually see what's going on with that person. You know what I'm saying? Versus, because people can tell you anything on the phone. They can, if we have a video chat, they can put on their face and, you know, cover up anything. But when you constantly see that person, y'all already know. When we, we know in the church who's going through something, who's not. You know what I'm saying? Like, and they, I feel like it's hard for people who depend on deliverance that they don't have it in the church. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. because it's not under the roof some people don't even understand the concept that the church is within us and not just a building so a lot of yeah. people I feel like a lot of Christians who are new Christians or who are Christians who have burdens on them are really struggling right now yeah you know what I'm saying so yeah. I think the best I think platforms like this zoom are a benefit like of course um physical interaction and being with someone is definitely better than having to talk to a computer screen or a phone screen. But I do think that constant like communication can help those who are who are lonely, who may feel lonely, who may feel like you know they miss going to church and miss going out. But I think that it's important um, to stay in contact with those people who we think um, are struggling in this time. Mm -hmm. Or just in general, honestly. Yeah. Just in general. I mean, it also teaches you um, because everybody doesn't don't everybody does not have a friend group, right? Everybody doesn't have a clique. Everybody doesn't, everybody doesn't have somebody they can just call and um, talk to about whatever is going on in life. And so I think that it um, we are blessed to have that option. We are blessed to be able to talk to each other and text each other and reach out to each other, but everybody doesn't necessarily have that outlet to mm -hmm. connect. Mm -hmm. So I think it behooves us to maybe think about some of those individuals who 
um, we can think of from our life, church, whatever, and just like maybe have a conversation with them or reach out to them in this time because we don't know when this is going to end. Yeah. I think that one of the most, one of the things that I struggle with is not knowing when it's going to end. That's like the hardest part. It's like, oh my gosh, when is this going to end? And like each time they give you a date, it gets longer and longer and longer. You know what I mean? Like even for our son's school, it went from like, oh, two weeks to now eight weeks. You know what I mean? It's like everything is getting worse and it's prolonging and it's like makes you kind of discouraged. Like you're you're trusting God and hoping God is going to, knowing God is going to carry you in a situation, but it also feels kind of like defeat sometimes like I got yeah. sad because I'm turning 30 and I can't do nothing you know what I'm saying like you waited all like that's a real milestone for me yeah. and it's like I can't do nothing and you know like and I'm trying to make up in my head like what can I do to make you know that day special and stuff like that but it's so limited so it's like so many people are having these big events in their lives like the people who had graduations or things like that, and you can't celebrate and these are moments like you can't get back weddings yeah weddings everything is these are like moments that are like huge moments that you cannot get back like it doesn't it doesn't have a like another day you can do it you know what i'm saying yeah yeah Yeah, i i i I understand that can you hear me now yeah oh i understand that i i don't know like i think that for me i'm not i don't know why but i am in a very positive space I, and i and i can't and, and i'm not saying that's a bad thing but i just i'm looking at it from a different lens like i'm kind of like this is happening for a reason so i'm not i i understand like not knowing when it's gonna and i think for me the the uncertainty is kind of like when am i gonna have to go back into work because i am working from home when am i gonna go ha- have to go back into work you know when can we go outside but not necessarily like you know, when is this going to end so that I can live life again? I'm not, mm-hmm. I'm not really there. I'm just kind of like, okay, God, you're doing this. Whatever happens, happens. Like, that's where my mind is. Like, right for now. me, like, life is still going on as, as, as normal. Like, I'm waking up, going to work, you know, taking my walks outside, going to the grocery store. But the situation is different because of the condition in which the world is in right now. And so, because of the chaos that's going around, the only difference for me is just like, okay, like, God, like, what do you have that's to come? Like, what are you trying to show us? Like, mm-hmm. what do we need to get in order while we're supposed to be at home? And so, you know, the Bible says that there's a time for a season for every single last thing. And this is the season where he's telling us, like, you have to shut it out. Like, some work needs to be done. You need to return back to, you know, whatever the case may be. And people know people know what season this is, you know what I'm saying? Like, people will know. Some people may not know, but I know for us that it's like, okay, I have to shut down everything. Like, no entertainment, no nothing, no movie theaters, can't go out, can't go drinking, can't go links and drinks, can't go to the theater. You know, just like so many things that we just think that, and these are things that are, um, they're luxuries, you know what I'm saying? Like, these are not necessities. And so being that that's pulled away from us, in my personal opinion, it's just like, okay, everything has become such a priority and a distraction sometimes that we don't really understand like what's like the most important things that are happening, like what's the root of it all. And so for me, it's just like, okay, I need to get myself back in order because I was just taking life as just like, you know, oh, life is good. You know, it is what it is, X, Y, Z, you know, trouble here, trouble there, but it's all good. And that's not the reality because as you can see, it can be going through like a big of a knot. Like your whole entire life could change within like minutes. And every day it kept getting worse and worse. It's like we, you you put the news on, one thing is gone. All right, restaurants can't go there. Oh, the gym, I didn't even lose weight yet. You didn't even give me a chance to lose weight yet. So then now now that's being stripped for me. And so then like everything was going downhill and downhill. I'm like, okay, God, like mm. so you know it was just like yo, we have to like like really really wake up and it was just like it was just more like intimacy time for me. Like you need to come. Get, get closer to me that's you know that that's where I'm at with it so um, I think a little bit of both is important I think 
um, when you have God in your life, the peace that you get spiritually is, is definitely helpful and impactful to your thinking. But I also think being cognizant and aware of people around you, friends, loved ones, people who are being impacted, the condition of the world, mm-hmm. it, um, you know, you do have a sense of empathy and it, it, it is kind of like, it's something that we've never seen before. Like this, this is yeah. history that we're living in right now. So it's like... Yeah it's it's a lot it's a it's a lot so I can see how some people can be like it, it's heavy you know it's it's heavy because you're thinking about you your community your loved ones the world and then you also have like you know assurance in God like I know that this is happening for a reason this is all a part of a bigger plan mm. but right now we just yeah. each day we're just we're taking it each day not freaking out yeah. and not like you know being ignorant but just sober and present no. Mm-hmm. Right, right. That objective. Right. Do you think that um for people who trust in God, and it's not even the ones like who only go in church, who trust in God, who believe that there's a God, do you think that this is a time where He's going to get a lot of people's attention because of this space that we're in? Yeah. Like, do you think that this is He's using the time to I, get closer to people? Oh, to get closer to people? Yeah. Yeah, because once everything is shut out, so if you have demons and you struggle with certain demons and those demons require you to be out in the world and you can't necessarily go out in the world anymore, so now you're stuck at home in your silent place, in your quiet place, do you think that this is also spiritually looking into a time where he gets to reconnect with certain people? I, I think so. I, I, think I, think if you take, I think if you take heed to the warning of what's going on, because I'm watching people on my Instagram and my Facebook who are non-believers who, you know, they said, like, I believe in God, but they're not, like, really, like, walking with God in this, you know, walking with God. They're like, oh, you know, they're asking, like, like what times are we living in? You know, they're asking, like, all, like, like these biblical, you know, like, spiritual questions and whatnot, because they're trying to figure out what the heck is going on, because the things that they've heard about from whoever they heard about in the Bible is now being played out like a, a movie in front of their face and now they have questions now. And so God can give the warning just like he did in Egypt with Pharaoh. Like, listen, I'm, I don't know how many times I'm gonna have to tell y'all and give you a sign that this is what's gonna come. If you don't take, if you don't heed the warning and you just let it bypass you, you know what? This is happening. And if you don't take it seriously, then that's going to be on you because you cannot say, sit there and say, oh, well, you know, God, I didn't see it. God, you didn't tell me. God, you didn't show me nothing because that's not, that's not what's going on. You see what's happening clear as day, clear as day. And so it's either up to you to take the opportunity to say, you know what, God, I, don't, I, I have questions. You know, like me, you, we're not tight like that. I don't work with you like that. But if you're using this opportunity to show me something or listen to me, so open my heart, like something my heart so that I can understand what's going on. So my thing is that heed, heed the warning, heed the warning. And if you don't, then that's totally, that's going to be on your hands. Cause you can never say that. Oh, I didn't know. So that, that's, that's not the case. I, I do think that, you know, this is happening so that God get closer to some people, but I also think that those who you're talking about, Nyla, who are non-believers, I think for me, for people who I, who I've seen on, you know, social media, it's more of like, oh, I need to read revelations. Oh, I need to see what's what's going on. Is, is God coming back? And what but it's not necessarily a oh I closer to God. And I think that's the the misconception. I think that people are so um like they they see this as God coming back and let me see what's next or let me see what the Bible says about what's gonna happen and not necessarily I need to be saved. And, and my, I think my thing is after this is done, right? Once we can go back outside, once we can, you know, live our lives again, like, are you going to stick with keeping that relationship with God? Or was it just in that moment you were trying to, you know, figure out what you have to do so that you're not stuck here? Um, and I think, right. I think that people use the Bible. Some people use the Bible right now as, like you said, kind of like the news. Like, oh, this mm-hmm. sounds familiar. Let me see. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, I thought I heard about this. Let me just check what happens next. You know what I'm saying? And some people is going to get revelation out of it, and some people is not. So, I mean, like, 
I've seen, I think, I don't, I forgot which one of you guys I was talking to you guys about this, but I've seen, like, just as much as the tissues being, like, disappearing and the food, so is the Bibles. So it's just, like, I feel like people have the fear of God, but mm-hmm. they just don't fear him enough to have a relationship. It's, like, right. I fear you because I recognize that your hand could be in this, but I don't fear but it's you. It's the fear of God? To have a relationship. But I'm talking about hell. fear of what he's doing what he what people think he's doing no that would be no that that would be the fear of god like no one fear fear that's what i think god is doing this and he's going to be judging people like soon so they fear like oh my god i was doing what i was wanted to do this whole time and now you know god is doing this to us and what if he's gonna kill me because i wasn't living right or things like that like that that is unhealthy I think that's healthy actually because to the unbeliever that's healthy because it brings your awareness spiritual awareness no but if you I think say that, that that's unhealthy if you stay but, in but that if you that's stay, but the thing with the unbeliever they don't have a, a stay in it, it's nothing like I this is what I believe we're living in the last days. So things like this will happen as a sign to the testament that Jesus Christ is coming back. So mm-hmm. these things are supposed to make a lot of noise and shake up the world and bring, make people aware that there's something greater that can, like there, there'll be earthquakes and there'll be wars and rumors of wars and 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 diseases and so these things are like this is shaking up my normal this is shake this is making me think that something greater is there and our job as christians is to be that is that is that intervention so while these big things are happening and people's spiritual spiritual awareness is like open that's when we give the gospel of jesus christ and that's what so i i honestly believe that relationship in this era is going to look different like what we got to experience coming to church and you know god helping me through life with my family and my marriage like while things are going to be in complete madness right it's going to be it's it's time for people to pay attention and then for them to get the gospel it's like cut and dry like the last day that's how it is it's it's, we don't got no more tarrying like Mm -hmm. you know this is it at any moment Tomorrow could be the earthquakes. Come, tomorrow could be the 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 market of beast. We don't know. I'm just saying, yeah. but it, it's time for for the I church like of God for, to get in order so that we can move. Like, yeah, I feel like for Christians, it's go time. It's like we've been. It's go time. Yeah, ready. Period. And and it's, been it's no more doing this. And, this and now I'm like, saying, it's like oh, this is like the, this is like the this is like the opening act, you know, for us and for what's to come. It's just like okay, you see what's going on. So it's time that you so. And we shouldn't have to prepare ourselves, you know what I'm saying? Like, we should be in line, like, ready to be on the front lines. Like, okay, like this one, we know what, you know, we're going to go ahead and do X, Y, and Z. We know our mission. We know our purpose and whatnot. And so it's important that we be moving doing what's going on and then move when God's saying, like, it's time to move. Like, this and is what it is. Right? So, you know, it's, it's not no time to be trying to figure X, Y, and Z out. Like, oh, you, you know what time it is. And... You know, just just move accordingly. Do you guys realize for the last two years, like the word for our church or you know, has been like it's war? Like you know what I'm saying? Like our when people come to the church or whatever, they always say like it's war. Okay. Like get ready for war. Like like you know, like it's time. Like we're warriors. Like you yeah. guys need to be in position and all this stuff. And I feel like I feel like that was a word for a lot of churches. And I feel like a lot of churches did get that word because if they were connected to the cross, like you know, like really connected, I feel like God was in the preparation um, period in churches and in Christians, and He is preparing us for this time because. I don't know about y'all, but mm-hmm. for me, I'm like, I'm ready. You know what I'm saying? And not most people can say mm-hmm. that. Like on Sunday, I said, so what time you coming? Yeah. You know, I, you know, I don't want to go to work on Monday. I, <laughs> I'm ready. I just feel <laughs> like I don't want to go to work on Monday. 
it feel like it's you know, different. I'm not listening to that. But my please. nail broke. I was ready to meet him. I was ready to meet God. I was like, you know what? Take me now. Because I can't call Lucy. You can forget about it. I don't want to be here no more. <laughs> I just feel like it just hit different from us. I feel like, I feel like while the world can be like in the chaos, we're like, wow, we really about to go to heaven, bro. Like, it's like, we thought about this our whole life. <laughs> no, but I think that, I think that what was showing for me is more of like um, being aware of my um, not spirituality, but being aware of how I've grown spiritually. I think if this would have happened five years ago, I don't know if I would. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would have definitely been t- dwindling down onto Satan because <laughs> I would have <laughs> was good, bro. <laughs> Hey, it's me. Ding dong. <laughs> but you know what else? What's you the know problem? What else? You know what else? I uh, was thinking of. Dang, I lost my train of thought. Good. Dang. Next. Oh, talking down. My other thing. My train of thought. One other thing. This is what I was thinking about. At at this time in my life, in my spiritual walk, I'm also thinking about like, wait a minute. Lord, you had told me I had so much purpose. Like, when is my time? Like, I need to start impacting. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not about me no more. That's what I'm saying. So it's like, it gets me ahead. Like, wait a minute, wait a minute. I'm so focused on getting to heaven. My time right now is to impact other people to also get to heaven. Like, I can't. Hello. Yeah, I can't keep thinking about like, yes, God is. We're we're in there, and it's like I would. I had the moment the other day when I was like, yes, I can't wait to go to heaven. And the guy was like, how many people you talked today? I was like, oh, how many people did you talk to God about uh, to me about today? Or did you post anything about me today? Or it was like a. Like, I was just sitting in this space by myself and being so happy and proud that, oh, I get to go to heaven when, first off, in reality, you know, I believe I'm going to heaven, but do we really know? And another thing is, how many people is going to be going to heaven on behalf of my impact? And right. that was real to me. Like, oh my God, like. I don't know. Oh, that is the, that, that. Do y'all remember I that? Ask, like, so what, will I, what does our ministry look like now, right? Like, what does that look like now when we know, like, these are the end times? What, like, what are we going to do? Like, how are we going to impact those who are asking questions, who are reaching out, who want to come to church, who want to know about God? Like, what are we doing differently? Or what are we going to be doing differently in our day to day, in our daily lives to impact those people who, are coming to us asking us questions about God. Talking, responding. Cherry. I'm gonna work on that. I'm gonna work on, on that. Period. I mean, it's not. I, it's not a. Know, it's not a big. I, what I do is that you know sometimes I'm hesitant because I used to be fearful of, like I don't want people to think I'm like this Jesus freak kind of person because that like, you know I'll be reading my Bible and I always feel the need to share what I'm reading sometimes and sometimes like oh people are gonna like write me off in X Y and Z but. Sometimes, like, that's, I, I, I share, like, I openly share about, like, everything, like, almost everything, and so whenever I feel the need to write something, to so, like, my fingers just start typing about it, especially when it comes to, like, the gospel, and so I've had people, you know, I would write, you know, just, like, different things about, like, you know, God and whatnot, like, scriptures and whatnot, and I, I would have people, like, write me who I, and you, people are really looking at you. People are paying attention to you. I cannot stress that enough. I've had people who are non-believers, people who I believe that, oh, like, this really touched me, or, like, this really hit home for me, like, thank you for sharing this next line, Z, and I'm just posting to post it just to share it, because that's my, that's my responsibility, is to share it, at the end of the day, and so, oh, sorry, y'all, and so, when I do that, those that, I remember this rabbi who, who came, to, he to that church one time, and he was like, each time you spread the gospel, that's like you deposit like a coin into the into the kingdom. And so you should be doing that all of the time. Like that should be, you know, a part of like your, like your daily life. And so it's literally putting, you know, deposits into the kingdom. And so it could be via social media. It could be via, you know, like in the street. It, it could be anything. Like there's no specific way in how to share the gospel as long as you're sharing it in love and you're sharing it the right way because you got people out here who's sharing the gospel, you know, and it's, 
they not they not doing what they're supposed to do. Like mm-hmm. it's like very you know victimizing people and whatnot. And so you have to be careful about your approach and how you share the gospel because if you don't do it the right way, it's going to become very off-putting. People are not going to be able to receive it. So then that's going to be on their hands as well. So you know. It, it, it doesn't really matter how you share it as long as you're sharing it and you're being genuine about it and you know I feel like a lot of people uh, I don't know if a lot of people don't don't know this or whatever but I know that what you do for the kingdom matters in heaven and you'll mm-hmm. see the things that you do they actually record it you get different crowns for them like it's just like a whole process so a lot of times people are like oh, you know, it doesn't matter what you do on earth, like, but it really does matter what you do on earth, because the the things that you do on earth will impact how you're going to live out in heaven as far as, like, you know, what God's going to give you, so it, it even goes down to that deep, like, no, no, like, God sees all good things that you do, you know what I'm saying? Like God sees when you step in for somebody. God sees when you sat there and you really prayed for somebody or you really gave the shirt off your back or you helped a homeless person or you did this. Like God sees that all and he keeps records of it. So it's like a lot mm-hmm. of people say, think like just because the world didn't see how good you were or what you did, it doesn't matter or it doesn't count. But God sees everything that you did and it will count and it does matter. You know what I'm saying? So we have to get to the point where it's not about self-seeking or seeking these things from the world. Like it's got to a point where some Christians have like kind of like went left and it's like they're, they want to be recognized in the world and they forget that God also is going to recognize their greed that they have, you know, wanted on earth in heaven. So it's like, Mm -hmm. It, it, it gets to be like everything starts to break down like if you study the word everything starts to become real and become mm-hmm. like this is my reality like you start reading the word like oh my god that happened that this that's it you know what I'm saying so I just feel like it's important to understand that like it is very it is very important to spread the word and like Nyla said with the coins, like it's very important to do that because like so many people are watching not only in the world, but in heaven as well. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? It's like, it's, it, it's so deep. Like your actions yeah. are yeah. so important. Hmm? I said, what was Cheyenne going to say? She said she, she was going to say something. Oh, God. I was going to say anything. Oh. <laughs> but yeah. So quarantine. No, I'm telling y'all, quarantine for me has really opened my my opened up my eyes to what I also need to work on as a Christian. Yeah. Because it's some places that I'm lacking a lot. So it's like (laughs) you have to make sure you get better in these areas. Like yeah so. <laughs> that's our quarantine sum up yes hope you guys are doing well and surviving through this very awkward weird hard time yeah, yeah. And if, if you guys ever need someone to talk to we are always here you can dm us you can you know do whatever we'll try to figure it out something but if you are lonely yeah. and Seeking someone to talk to, we are always here. We'll just add you right on to the Zoom. <laughs> that's that's never a problem. <laughs> oh, why not? Everyone. Just <laughs> <laughs> someone is. <laughs> so we appreciate you guys so much for watching. Thank you for tuning in. Um I I, I understand what's going on in the world right now, but just be try to remain or be encouraged because mm-hmm. it's not going to always be like this trust me this is just a moment in time in the season two will pass and so stay encouraged be safe be wise right stay in the house be prayerful please wash your hands wash your hands wash your hands and, yes. and don't call if you say stay home
yes if you're sick please stay home so that's it for today thank you so much for watching we appreciate you guys see you until next Toys and to. Oh, always remember to speak it and be it. Guys, wait, we do apologize for any glitches you've seen or any type of voice weirdness. We're all obviously doing this on a different medium, so we can still stay in touch with you. So bear with us until we get back to the space we can all be together. We love